Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Wiesenau, and today's show is all about customer experience, and more importantly, understanding your customer to grow your business. But before we get into that, I want to tell you real quick about my new book, Be Small, Fight Big, How Small Businesses Can Fight Like a Fortune 500 and Win the War on Talent. It's available anywhere books are sold. So if you're a small business owner looking to make better hiring decisions, then this is the book for you. Now, let me tell you about today's guest, Jonathan Hensley. Jonathan is the CEO of Emerge Interactive, where he works with clients to transform business strategies, user needs, and new technologies into valuable products and experiences. He is a digital product and customer experience expert. And with that, let's listen in on the interview. Jonathan, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Uh, thank you for having me, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm very excited about some of the topics that we're going to talk about today. But for our listeners that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about who you are and what is it you that you do? Yeah, so uh, I am the uh, founder and CEO of a company called Emerge Interactive, which is a digital product uh, consulting company where we help small businesses and Fortune 100 companies uh, develop their digital products or services. So that can be from uh, web, mobile, IoT, and really our main focus is helping them unlock the potential that they have in delivering a better customer experience. Awesome. And that's what really excited me. You know, a lot of people talk about um, employee experience, and those are obviously important. But I think that a lot of business owners of any size overlook the customer experience. And that's really what you're selling in most instances, you know, especially, you know, service industry, restaurant industry. Um, Your food's got to be good, but, but the experience is really what you buy. Um, to some extent, that's part of the you know part of the allure. So tell us you know a little bit why the customer experience is, is so important in your opinion. I think customer experience is one of the most important things that small business owners need to focus on, so they can really understand the total value uh, that they can bring to their customers. Without focusing on customer experience, you're leaving money on the table and you have reduced margin. And so when we focused on the customer experience, we're really looking at how do we further differentiate our business? How do we add additional value to the overall product or service that we're offering? And it increases uh, lifetime customer value and retention, which drives the long-term success of our business. Well, and it it helps with that. You know, you don't see it that much anymore. At least I don't see it as much as I did when I was younger. But brand loyalty used to be a really huge thing um, you know, there are certain people that would, would only buy a certain kind of gas, right? Um, and they would only stop at certain places. They would only wear certain shoes. And you just don't see that as much. Do you think that's because organizations have gotten away from that focus on experience, or is it maybe something else that's driving that? Well, I think that it's actually driven by an issue of the amount of options that are now available to people. You know, several years ago, there were just a lot fewer options in market uh, for customers to evaluate what uh, what might best solve their problem. 
today there's uh, you know so many options, and where attention spans are much more finite with how much uh, information is being thrown at us all the time. So we have to be much more mindful of customer experience. I think customer experience is actually taken over from loyalty because brands haven't been doing the work. Brands got lazy. And small businesses especially have an opportunity to now uh, take market share from these larger uh, providers, um, whether it's in their city or their region or the state or the country, uh, because of the power of, of great customer experience and using that to drive uh, you know, engagement with customers. I, I agree. And uh, I, I use the analogy a lot, too, when we talk about customer service is dead. You know, customer service and experience are obviously different things, but one does wash the other to an extent. And I, and I use the challenge to tell people, go to your favorite, doesn't matter which one, your favorite big box retail store, uh, home improvement store, doesn't matter, whatever, and just walk around and see how long it takes for somebody look like you're lost looking for help and see how long it takes for somebody to help you. Um, it's almost non-existent, Right. Yeah, I mean, the big box stores have tried to reduce their costs. They're trying to provide more self-service solutions, uh, and that experience level has gone way down. And uh, it's, I think it's, uh, you know, one of many reasons. You know, people want to shop on their own terms. They want to be engaged, and uh, you know, quickly uh, and with you know thoughtfulness and. You know, people who focus on customer experience, especially going online these days, are just doing a far better job. Oh, yeah. Well, and you, and you mentioned it. You know, there's so much more in the marketplace, and we have so much more reach and accessibility. I mean, I can sit in my car, and from my phone, I can order stuff from China. Like, I don't have to go through a third party. I mean, I guess I am going through a third party per se, but I don't have to go to a store and browse through books and books of catalogs. I mean, the ease of access. Um, like you said, it's just uh, it's, it's at an all-time high. It's never been this way, and that's changed the way the experience happens, correct? 100%. The way people shop and they evaluate uh, services or uh, products now has completely changed. Uh, the idea of going and browsing at the store, and, you know, it might uh, be applicable for certain things. You know, I want to go buy a car. I'll probably do a lot of online research before I actually go to a dealership and decide to actually go for a test drive. Whereas before that, you know, we would go to the dealership or maybe multiple dealerships and we would start looking at a bunch of varieties of, of different vehicles. But a lot of buyers now have a very specific um, idea of what they're looking for and the experience you deliver when they come to your uh, store is going to transform whether or not they actually um, move through with that purchase or uh, decide to refer your, your business to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and let's, I want to rewind real quick. So you talked, I, I definitely don't want to glaze over this. You talked about how the customer experience um, helps, you know, businesses improve the, uh, you know, I guess the interaction, their profit, their bottom line, they leave their money on the table. So tell me a little bit about the work that you do and how that applies to sort of helping business owners fill that gap and, and create better customer experiences. Sure. So there's a couple of, of really big challenges that a lot of businesses face right now. The first one is just understanding what is the customer journey that somebody is going through. You know, if they have a, a very clear target audience, uh, you know, what is it that they're, what are they doing 
thinking, what are the resources that they're uh, tapping into to evaluate and find a product or service? Um, how do they uh, actually uh, make a decision? What are the things that they need to support that buying decision? And so a lot of that times that's left kind of as an unknown for a lot of small businesses. And so what we do is we come in and we help them engage customers and we map that so they can really understand and have a clear picture of this is the customer journey. This is the stuff that they're doing, seeing and hearing and going through in order to whether or not they're going to decide to purchase your product or service. And that becomes a very, very powerful tool for a small business or any business of any size, uh, even if you're a Fortune 100 company, to be able to really understand your customers, understand their needs, and then be able to improve your customer experience to meet those needs and increase your overall sales and revenue. So that's one really big thing that we do uh, at Emerge. The second one is a lot of companies have a lot of tools, uh, and we'll use just a website as, a, as one example. And I call it a tool for a very specific reason, because a lot of times a website, I think, is looked at as, as a marketing piece, uh, and I would say it's not usually much more than an interactive brochure. And I think that's the wrong mindset to have for a website. Websites today for many companies are a critical tool to delivering your product or service. So if you're selling online or your website provides customer service and support in any way, it's now a critical tool in your customer experience. It's way more than a brochure, and you need to start to think about it as a product, as a critical tool to your business. And that changes the way that you approach uh, developing things so that you can have the most impact. And that's what really we want to focus on, is how do we get the maximum amount of impact? And then the third thing that we run into a lot is you see that there's a lot of information that would be invaluable to a business to be able to provide better service to customers, but it's locked into different systems behind the scenes, and it makes the job harder for employees, and then uh, the business is unable to deliver a better experience to the customer. So a big thing that we do is we help map those systems and then connect those systems so the data is no longer locked. And in many cases, there's a single source of truth uh, of that information, so it can be used by as many people as possible um, in any different way that it might need to be in order to engage and serve the customer. All right, and so I, let's go back. I think the understanding the customer is a huge piece. I find that um, a lot of business owners, leaders, managers, you name it, they don't really know who's buying from them. They don't even know the demographic for one, right? Uh, and I think I've used this analogy on, on the show before uh, with a client that owned a coffee shop. And they were, you know, I was like, who's your customer? And it was, everybody's my customer. I said, no, that's not true because I don't drink coffee. So I'm not your customer, not if that's all you sell, right? Um, and I find so I think understanding the customer and then like you, you, you took it to the next level, understanding the behavior of the customer is, is enormous. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make up some words ginormous here in a minute, right? It's, it's a big deal. Um, so how do they dig into that? How do they start? I know you probably have a system and we can't, you know, we, we only have a 30 minute show, but how, maybe a quick tip, how can someone 
start to understand the behaviors of their customer. What do you, what do we say your, you know, top two or three tips are if someone wanted to kind of go it alone? Obviously, the best way is to reach out to you, to you or someone like you. But if they had to go it on their own, what would you say? What would you say they should do? Yeah, I think there's there's a couple of things that really come to mind, and I I want to preface this. You know, a lot of people say you got to identify your core customer, like you said, and this is a really big, uh, you know, thing for me. Is it, it it's really important, but demographics of, you know, where you live, how much money you make, you know, what type of car you drive or house or, you know, all of these things or that you have an outdoor lifestyle. That can be helpful information, but that doesn't really tell me who you are. And the type of information that really drives the best experiences is understanding what you need and how we want to make them feel. What's the promise that we're making to customers that they're going to buy from us? Do we want them to feel safe, excited? What do do we want the result to be of buying our product? And what do we want them to do with that product or service after the fact? And so to really drive that kind of uh, thinking, one of the tools that we love to use and is is available to anybody is a tool called empathy mapping. And empathy mapping is just a process of taking all the knowledge that you have and putting it to paper and saying, what do my customers' needs are? What tasks uh, do they need to accomplish? um, You know, what are they thinking, seeing, feeling? What influences do they have? And what is their ultimate goal? And by looking at that, I can then go out and I can start talking to prospective customers, and I can say, were all my assumptions of what my uh, ideal customer uh, was, was feeling and thinking and needing, were they accurate, or am I able to get more insight? And then you go from guessing what your core customer could be or what you think the broader demographics or psychographics of your core customer should be, and you're getting to tangible, proven, rock-solid evidence of what they need. And that's the kind of insight that drives that top line revenue and will help you build a better business. Empathy mapping. That's excellent. Where, um, if somebody wants to learn more about that, do you have some links to that on your website or is that something they just need to do like a Google search? You can do a Google search, but if you go to our website, um, emergeinteractive.com and go to the insight section, we actually have an article um, on running your own empathy mapping workshop with a template that uh, anybody can go download. It's all free. Oh, check that out, man. That sounds. That I mean, that, I obviously have a, a background in psychology, so uh, those kind of things always get me giddy, <laughs> to say the least. But that's something uh, that's interesting. I've never heard it called quite. I've, I've never heard it called the way you, you, you've referenced it, you know, mapping. Uh, but that's in essence what it is. So, so we talked about that, and we talked about. The website is a tool, and I, I hate to say it, I'm guilty of it. My website, currently as it sits, is a brochure. Um, but at, by the time this show airs, it will be totally different. I'm actually in the process of revamping it and making it, uh, uh, like you said, more of a, a productized uh, thing because I've, I've I have a coach myself, and my coach told me my website was junk, and he was right. And <laughs> so I'm changing it up. Um, what can people do, you know, when you say make, you know, sort of productize it, maybe give me an example of a, of a, a company you've worked with that um, something they can do to make just small tweaks to make it uh, not just an information site, not just a brochure. 
Yeah, well, I think, so two things. You know, when we are dealing with that, um, like you said, if our customer is everyone, then our message really doesn't mean anything to the, the people that matter maybe most when they do come to our website. So, you know, there, there's so much effort and energy that goes into marketing. And when we finally get somebody to the website, let's make sure the website does the job it's intended to do. So I, I really like this really simple, uh, you know, analogy of what's the job of the website? And, you know, what are the key tasks that somebody needs to be able to do? Find your contact information, great. Understand what you offer as a business, check. Let's make sure those things are there. Communicate clearly the value proposition. What value do you provide or what problem can you solve for me better than anybody else? And how will you do that better than anybody else? I think that the next part is under, when you understand your customer and their, their buyer journey, understanding that somebody may come to your website one time or ten times in order to be able to move to the point of purchase or to picking up the phone. And how they get there is going to be different based on what type of business you have. Many searches, as an example, um, you know, start on your mobile device, right? Most of us have a smartphone in our pocket. We have an idea or we see a need and we start searching on it. And then maybe we go to our laptops or, you know, to the office or our home computer and we start looking and we start doing a little more research and we go deeper. So understanding, you know, what's the job of the website the first time somebody gets there? What's the job of the website that, you know, in educating a customer in, you know, talking to a customer and supporting a customer, these are the kinds of questions we need to be asking ourselves. So a couple of the key things that we usually see that need to change right away. If you are selling a product or service, make sure that you, you don't focus on the product right away, focus on the problem. Make sure that it's clear the value that you're providing, that you understand you know, what the uh, product or service is going to do for your customer. So an overly simplified analogy is like, I don't need somebody to tell me the dimensions of a hammer. I need to know which type of hammer I need for what type of job or if a hammer is the right tool at all. And so we really have to be aware of how we communicate and, and present our information. The second is for a lot of organizations, especially right now, um, customer service and support or showing their thought leadership is, is a huge uh, part of uh, engaging customers and, and acquiring new business. Um, so how do, how do you support your customers? How much are you allowing them to do online and have you provided accurate, up-to-date, um, and relevant information? Uh, and these, these two, I mean, they sound very basic, but it's amazing how often they're, they're either missing or incomplete. Okay. And, and, and you talked about tools, I'm sorry, mapping systems and things being locked. And what do you mean by that? Like when you say that some of the data is locked, are we just talk about like restricting access or is there a deeper meaning to that? No, so when I, when I talk about that, um, you know, it, it's – so you might have a uh, 
software that you use to manage your customer contacts and your, your customer database, so uh, what would be traditionally called the CRM system. Um, you might have something that manages your product catalog. You might have another system that handles your email marketing. Um, if you're manufacturing, you might have some sort of you know, manufacturing and inventory management uh, tool. Um, a lot of times, these systems do not talk to each other. Uh, and so if you want to create more personalized experiences for your customers or you want to have more accurate information, uh, you, know, it's, you need to be able to get these systems to talk to each other. Uh, and a lot of times, businesses are struggle because they don't have the systems in place or the, uh, to, to make better decisions because this information is locked. So you have sales selling product, but they actually may not know at the time online what the actual inventory is. Or you might want to be able to provide a more personalized experience and have somebody purchase online, but then you actually don't give them the ability to see their order history and reorder quickly. And so we're making it more difficult to complete a purchase or making it more difficult to contact uh, the, the business. And so we want to remove those bottlenecks to create the most opportunity uh, to engage your customer and to uh, give them the best experience possible. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so basically the technology is slowing us down instead of speeding us up in some, some instances. Exactly. I think technology is one of those things, it's incredible, uh, but it also sometimes there's this expectation when we buy software or we buy technology that it will have this miraculous outcome. And it, the, the reality of it is, is technology is only as good as the way that we use it. So if we don't, if we have bad data, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Uh, if we really want to have great customer experience, that means our data has to be accurate. Uh, if we want to be able to empower our employees to engage people more effectively, we need to make sure that they have the right information at the right time. Totally agree. So we talked about understanding the customer, the behavior of that buyer. Uh, we talked about some tools, and you said multiple tools. We just use the, web, the website as, as one example. I'm sure there's other, other examples, and we talked about obviously making sure that your systems are in place to, to make the experience for the customer better. What other tips would you have for our listeners when we talk about uh, improving customer experience to, of course, improve our profits, improve our business, and grow our business? Well, I think one of the, the key things is you know, a lot of people right now are talking about mobile. I mean, this is not necessarily a new conversation, but I, I, you know, I think it's worth pointing out. And I think that mobile can be this really powerful tool. Uh, you know, and you have to think about it in the right t terms and what your investment might be. So um, I was doing some consulting for a friend who owns a painting business, as an example. And the goal was in order to create the best customer experience, he wanted his employees to be able to go out and provide an estimate in real time, something that no, none of his competitors were doing. And so the way that he could do that is by building a mobile app where he could put in all the information into the phone and it would automatically generate a quote for the client that they could review together before the end, by the end of the walkthrough of the house. Well, that's an incredibly powerful opportunity 
they've now got taken what used to be several days of estimating and communication going back and forth have been consolidated all into one moment, which is of super high value. And that experience is something that none of the competitors are offering, provides transparency and gives an opportunity for that person who's already been building rapport with the homeowner a chance to answer questions. Well, why does it cost that much? What, what else, what do I need to know? Well, let me tell you about our warranty. Let me explain what, that we're licensed and bonded. Let me, talk to you about what it takes because your house has this characteristics. Those, that type of innovation can be incredibly powerful. And that's the kind of thing that I think for mobile, for small business can really, really shine. Um, people don't need an app for app's sake. They need apps to drive a better customer experience. And those are the kinds of things that small businesses have incredible opportunities to, to leverage to differentiate themselves. You know, and they use that same uh, idea so that they can now, when they're on a job site, send pictures to the client as they're making progress. So they're getting real-time updates while they're at work of how their project's progressing. And it just, it's that personal touch. It takes an extra couple of minutes for a job foreman who's already on site visiting to make sure the quality of the work is there and it provides accountability. So what has happened? Less mistakes on the job because the employees of the company understand that their work is being um, monitored and it's being tracked for quality because that's the promise to the customer. And so I think there is just an example of how great customer experience by understanding your customer experience by first mapping it and then creating uh, a white space where you can really differentiate yourself and then investing into improving that customer experience in the right way can be incredibly powerful. That's a, that's a really great example. And it just, it, as you said, just one simple tool has dramatically changed the entire interaction with that customer and their entire experience. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. That's and, you know, t- to his credit, he really understood something that I think is, you know, Im- important to understand is that he realized that investment, he was investing into a product, something that is going to continue to take investment. It wasn't a one-time thing to change his business. It's now part of his business. And so by doing that, he has the right mindset to continuously improve. And if another competitor at some point comes into the market and decides that they're going to do something similar or copy what he's done, it's going to be very difficult because he's continuously improving to grow his business. Uh, and even during times like this right now, he's busy. Yeah, well, he's got a big differentiating factor. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, John, as we start to wind down, what else, uh, if anything, would you like our listeners to know about customer experience? I, I would just encourage every small business. I think that you know, whether uh, you're, you know, a business of, of just, you know, a couple of people or you've got, you know, 50 people and you're really looking at how do I pivot right now? How do I look to where am I finding the right opportunities? I would really encourage um, you know, everybody listening to really start with the customer experience. 
and then start to look for things. What strategies could you define for yourself that align with your values and your mission of the company and that would allow you to stand apart? And I think the, the best way to do that is to really start by understanding what does your customer experience look like today and then set a goal for where you want to be in the future and figure out what's that next step and, and prioritize it. Make it urgent. Stay focused. Don't let it compete with and become one of 20 things you're working on. Really look at how it will bring focus to your business and get your team behind it. Make your team part of the process. Uh, your, especially your team can be in a, just an incredible wealth of knowledge uh, in, in using tools like empathy mapping to understand the customer and where you can go. And a lot of that knowledge is just sitting inside of the people uh, in, in the organization today, uh, literally just untapped. And I think that that is an incredibly powerful especially as we all are looking for more certainty and clarity um, in our businesses and what to do next. I agree with you, sir. Uh, John, if people want to learn more about you and what it is that you do, where can they reach out to you and, and find you and connect with you? Yeah, so the uh, best place to uh, learn about uh, myself and, and uh, the work that we do is at emergeinteractive.com. Uh, we've got a bunch of information. It's easy to reach out to, to us right there from the website. Uh, there's also a, a great um, blog where we uh, post content um, all the time for people looking to improve customer experience and develop better websites and digital products and tools. Um, so there's a wealth of information uh, there that would um, available to all of your listeners. And I appreciate it. And I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes, including the one to the empathy tool uh, or the article that you, you mentioned earlier. I think that's going to be a great value to our listeners. Uh, John, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. Hey, it was, it was our pleasure. And to all our listeners, I hope that you learned at least one thing today that will help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanaconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizana, V as in victory, E-Z-I-N-A, consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanaconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanaw, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Show.